This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. How do we eat an elephant? Well, if you're into that sort of thing, <laughs> one bite at a time. Good morning, Alma Pollard. Sorry that I spoke about eating elephants. I don't think any of us should do that, but it's just a little analogy to help us realize that the only way forward to achieve what we need to achieve is little baby steps that will eventually get us there. Absolutely. I think we need to change that story a little bit. I think so. It doesn't sound nice when I say it. (laughs) No, not on a green green morning. (laughs) No, but but this is the the thing. We look at, I I watched that Seaspiracy documentary you and I have spoken about. I watched it a week or or so ago and there are many other documentaries. Then there's this, Mm. um, not only the story we're talking about today about restoring our ecosystems, but you've got another headline story with some rather graphic pictures of uh, the plastic trade. Uh, it's a photograph of a Cape Town beach. And I just look at that and I'm saying, but but they do beach cleanups all the time. And we've mm. spoken about what happens upriver, so we understand what's going on there. We think, will this ever be done? When will this ever change? But mm. there are groups expanding, like yourself and other groups, working, doing a little bit here, doing a little bit here. And slowly those areas of influence are going to start to merge. And then we will suddenly one day say, hang on a moment, this beach looks different. And then we'll know something is happening. So absolutely. I mean, you know, we've got massive, massive service delivery problems in this country. It plays a big role here because it impacts on waste management. Mm. But I think it is really for South Africans to understand that, you know, stop waiting for the government. If your area is full, to clean it. Mm. Yeah. Loads of unemployed people have time to actually go around picking up stuff because it, once it ends up in the streets, it washes down with the rain into the stormwater pipes and into the rivers and into the beach. Mm. So, I mean, there's, a, there's an area that I drive past quite often now because my daughter lives just beyond that, mm. and it is so filthy. And people strolling around all over the place. Why are you not just cleaning up your area? I really mm. think I'm going to do something about that particular area because I see that. You see, so if it comes across your path, I believe it's your work. Mm. To do something, if you have a heart, if you have a conscience, uh, or if it's awake, if your heart is actually open, because a lot of people have actually shut down their hearts, mm. and they just march on and, and think of their own survival. But your survival depends 100% on a clean environment, because everything on earth is symbiotic. Yeah. And we are part of that. We are not separate from it at all. If our environment, if our ecosystems get ill, we get ill. Mm. And that is the lesson that we are sitting with right now. What's your word, Alma? Connectedness. Connectedness. Yes, that's that's the that's where we we, we forget that we're not things don't happen in isolation. Everything is Absolutely. interconnected. We talk about separation, illness. Yes. Separating, being separate, or seeing yourself as separate from nature is called separation illness. And you know what? It causes massive depression. Actually, it's very unhealthy for your mind even to think that you are alone. Mm. Because you're not. You're held by an ecosystem. Everything around you um, impacts on you. Everything you do impacts on everything around you. We are just part of one big system, which is really great. We are not on our own. Mm. And so, you know, we know that... (laughs) Uh, the environment is now fragmented. It is it is ill, and we know that you know um, increasing capitalism and materialism plays a role. I mean, this story here blames, amongst other things, population explosion. And I will always 
um, um, has a counter argument to that because it's not all people who are destroying the environment. Yes. It, it's, it's extreme capitalism. It's too much wealth. It's overusing our resources. That is the problem, not innocent people who live off the earth and have hardly any footprint. And, of course, you know, all the mining of all the resources, yes. which leads to our waste problem, which is really the main angle of the story, which we should probably just mention, restoring our ecosystems one change at a time. So it's a time of reflection when we have to ask ourselves, why and how do we restore our ecosystem? And with that, ourselves and our own health on this planet. So we are just, uh, I think this is really beautifully written. Um, it, it speaks here about um, the rest, joining the restoration generation. And this is a United Nations project. Yes. So the link is in there, but it's talking about, you know, the, the aims are the restoration of billions of hectares. We're talking about forests, uh, from forest to farmland, from the tops of the mountains to the depths of the ocean. We have to roll up our sleeves and, and join this generation and, you know, use our imagination to envision a clean and healthy planet. And that's, uh, for me, that is a very exciting journey. Um, uh, one thing that's so important when we talk about ecosystems, um, Alma, is to know that ecosystems are not this thing that happens out there when you go into the forest or into mm. the sea. We each live in an ecosystem. Ecosystems aren't out there that we go and visit when we take a weekend out with our hiking boots on. And, and I Absolutely. think if, if we realize we have to take care of our ecosystem where we live, there's something actually happening right there in our space. Just where we are. And this is why I started in, in the waste industry originally in terms of my environmental work. Because I thought, here where I live in a, almost part of the city, in a suburb, mm. what, what is, how do I impact? And waste is the first thing that came up. And then, of course, in South Africa, we generate 122 million tons of waste per year. 25.2 billion rands worth of waste is generated, and 90% of it is still going to the landfills. Oh. Now, we know that we, are, we have made the commitment to have zero waste to landfills by 2030. So we don't have a lot of time left. So what I'm suggesting now, I mean, the story talks about a lot about recycling and, and, and keeping waste into, in the circular system so that those resources, that the mining of which destroys um, land where we need mm. to grow food, where we had forests, and all of this is impacted by this. Keep these resources in the cycle. But even more important is to generate less waste. Yeah. So my suggestion is now that on the day, the day before your lorry comes to fetch your stuff, mm. that you go and you do a waste audit. You know, when it comes to beach cleaning and things, it's pointless you do that without doing a waste audit. You need to count exactly how many pieces of plastic, how many pieces of metal, how many pieces of glass, mm. um, and how many pieces of, what is our fourth one? I suddenly thought... Plastic. Sorry? What's the fourth one? Oh, I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Help me, um, Alma. Yeah. Plastic, glass, Yes. metal, and... Oh, always have four categories. It must be the uh, organic waste, which, of course, for me is not waste at all. Because yes. if you are not putting your organics back into your garden, 
I can't even talk to you. <laughs> it's just such, such common sense. That's the first thing that you do. Your, your, your organics are not in your waste stream yeah. anymore because it goes straight to the ground. If you don't have a compost, you dig a hole in your garden and pour it in there yes. because it will decompose. So um, imagine doing that. And I think it would be a fantastic challenge for a family to, to do a waste audit one week. And put up those figures and say, okay, now, you know, we've generated this week. Even if it goes to recycling, it's still waste. Then. Uh, maybe, I don't know, 200 pieces of plastic. And let's set the target to half that. And do that audit again a month later. We have to, it has to be, if you know, they always say if you can't calculate, you can't change. Mm. So otherwise, okay, how many bags you put out and so on, that also helps. I am um, at a place where I have skipped a week, you know, so because I don't have enough for every week yes. even. So gradually we can get that. But let's become the restoration generation and help steer the, the, the boat in the right direction. Well, Alma, you uh, always put a challenge out there for us, and that's exactly what's happened here again. Anyone woke up this morning listening to this radio station thought, let's do a waste audit. I don't think so, but now you're thinking about it, which means you've got to do something about it. And if you get the family involved, it actually becomes fun, not a chore. And don't say, ah, it doesn't matter, man. It does matter. This is what these conversations are about. Otherwise, Alma and I waste our time every Wednesday morning. So um, thanks, Alma, for helping us to think about things the way that we ought to and for creating something like the Green Times for us to read about. Go and check out this beautiful story. Lots of links as well for you to click through. Restoring our ecosystems one change at a time. And the change is not Alma's responsibility. It's my and your responsibility too. Thanks so much, Alma Pollard. And the change is not in the future. The change is right now, urgently so. Yeah, there you've heard it. Thanks so much, Alma. Bless you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.